Hi, welcome to On Rubicon, your fortnightly podcast on uh, your mech suit and uh, the bad pilots thereof. My name is Sean. He, him. Just kidding. It's on writing. Uh, and we haven't actually been playing Armored Core 6. I just That's all of my uh, feed right now. No, but I am Chad, he, him, and like an inordinate amount of my brain spaces in there. In fact, my brother pulled me aside today. Uh, we were talking about uh, Armored Core. And I was like, I'm like so excited to try that game. And he goes, I think you're going to like it. And I go, why? Is it because it's like Dark Souls plus giant robots? He goes, no, because the reason half my friends gave up is because you have to do like really boring, like diagnostic robot things and like mm -hmm. get your <laughs> robot going and like flip the switches. I'm like, oh, I need this <laughs> like, game. Exactly. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's impossibly good. I love that. Uh, and MJ, uh, you are I'm back. back. I'm MJ. I'm back. I'm she, her. I've been playing Monument Valley and it is amazing. I think okay. I have like yes. one. Status update. Go play Monument Valley. Oh, it's, it's like a dollar on your phone and it will make you happy. It's so good. I'm going to have to get number two. I'm going to run out of levels. Like so I've been trying to like drip them out slowly. Then each level, like not do ah. too many in a day. <laughs> ah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But yes, we're not here to talk about Monument Valley or Armored Core. We're here to talk about Armored Quora to the people eight fires of the Rubicon. Uh, I couldn't think of a Final Fantasy eight thing to say other than that. This would be the episode with the longest summon uh, of the podcast. So mm. uh, we're probably just going to go with fate of the people. Well, I let think. me ask you this, Sean. Does your GF cause amnesia? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> OK, then Nomura was wrong. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. How like how many time traveling witches are there really? That's a good question. Uh, the, uh, I you know what the best okay, so those of you that don't play Japanese video games or Final Fantasy won't understand uh what this means. But it's the most Namora thing to be like, do you know how yeah. many time traveling witches there are? How many? A lot. Oh, oh that doesn't get me any closer. With amnesia. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, Those are the two things that exist in Nomura Land and belts. Uh, and also, zippers. also bafflingly, okay, for those of you that don't play Final Fantasy VIII, you're not missing all that much. There's a part where your character gets thrown into like super prison for trying to kill a head of state. Mm -hmm. um, and it's yeah. not as cool as that sounds, by the way. From um, your high school is army high school where you are just in army and in high school. And yeah. the president is also like your girlfriend until like your real girlfriend shows up. But oh, yeah. But then Robin Williams hires you to go kill his ex-wife. Yes. Like, uh, Hey kids, Alimony's killing me. Witch mom. Yes. Yeah. Alimony's killing me kids. I need you. I need you to take these uh, clippers and I need you to, do you know what the brake line in a car looks like? It's all right. It's all right. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> And just as a bonus, if you get the uh, the uh, catalytic converter out of there, you can keep that. That's just a tip for you. Yeah. But yes, yeah, that's worth what's called guilt. But when you no, when you try to kill her, you end up in prison and you get rescued completely inexplicably by a pack of Chester cheetahs. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Yeah, it it's just such happens. a bad game. It's uh, ugly too. Eight is like the ugliest of the newer really Final is. Fantasies. Like even the yeah. older ones have a charm, and eight just doesn't have it. It's like that pseudo realistic bullshit. I love Cloud's like square ass arms and yeah. like how everyone is just made out of like cubes in yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. In Bar eight, they're like, what yeah. if they were weird oblate weird egg things? Yeah. It's also great because Barrett like iconically has like a round ball gauntlet fist. Mm -hmm. But he aggressively has little pyramid triangle hands. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, to Quora. Okay. So we must first establish what what Quora is. Because... I'll tell you what Quora is. Quora is how you hung out at the VFW during quarantine. Quora <laughs> uh, is uh, bad. Okay, I, I thought Quora was mediocre after this experience. I think Quora is like, like maybe deprecating brain cells at the same rate as something like Facebook or Nextdoor. It's horrendous. So the way Quora works is, it used to be that every question had to be approved, and then answers had to be approved. Now it appears that question submissions can be approved by anyone in the space who's managing the space. And there's about a million billion spaces. All of them are bad. Some of them are funny because there's on the top level of Quora in like the top eight posts, there's two separate ones on Islam and two separate ones on Catholicism. And I'm like, ooh, I love a schism. <laughs> like Catholic answers on Jesus and like saint questions have <laughs> declared fatwa on each other. <laughs> they cannot have consensus on whether or not Adam is a saint or whatever. Uh, but Astounding. Quora is because of the spaces thing, it also means that Quora is fundamentally a writing community. Now, I went into this with a specific mission, and I was looking for motherfuckers who are trying to do the Jordan Peterson maneuver. Now, the Jordan Peterson maneuver is not like getting addicted to benzodiazepine and like going into exile in Russia and being hooked up to tubes. It's where you write a post so good that you turn it into a book and a career and stuff. Wouldn't it be great by the way just add a little more geek into this if when he emerged from russia just when you said exiled to russia and plugged him with tubes he just came back in a horse suit yeah with the red glow but it's just jordan peterson with the kermit voice yeah uh he's gone back into his batman villain phase if you've seen his uh suits they are they are now full full on riddler shit uh but yes that that original post does not have basically anything to do with, you know, psychology or being a professor or anything. It's just um, basically like seven effective habits of highly effective people, but writ much better and with far less like weird prosperity gospel shit about it, uh, including some stuff that he has since like disavowed, like pet the cat. Like he he's like now like you have to be a weird monk. <laughs> I'm not Hunter Biden. Why do you keep asking that? We're totally different people. Uh, and. I've seen historically a lot of people attempting to do this, attempting to write a post so good that they turn it into a book and their livelihood afterwards. I did not find that so much because I went to writing communities in this thing and I did not need to look. I did not need to type into writing uh, or search around much. I was immediately dumped into writing with no dub. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really bad. And it really reinforces that it's not just uh, like, finding social writing communities uh sean was right that this is brain rot like facebook because quora pretends that it's a question and answer form but it's social media by another name it's just posts you can also just do posts now which i thought was like defeating the point i uh, thought you was to fuck asking questions but no it's just like here's my list on top five books that will leave you astounded and i'm well, like what does I, fucking astounded mean well i thought okay well quora's genesis uh, or emergence, as it were, I suppose, uh, comes from the horror depths of Yahoo Answers. Mm -hmm. And I always originally took it. If you if you never got to see Yahoo Answers, oh boy, you're missing out. Just look up the like "Am I Pregnant?" video, and that's basically. <laughs> or uh, um, "Diamond is the Hardest Metal." That one's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's Yahoo Answers was a weird and dark place, but it was like a good idea. It was it was like crowdsourcing answers. Uh, the concept was somebody asked a question. You go there to the what was for a long time the front page of the internet, and if somebody answers wrong, it harnesses the hamster in a wheel that is pedants on the internet to have to come and correct them with the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Right? Like in theory, this is perfect. In practice, I'm pretty sure both Quora and Yahoo Answers are what power the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought that. Uh, I spent a long time going, well, Quora is a good alternative to Yahoo Answers because Yahoo Answers really needs to put in like a, a moderation te- team. Well, a Turing time. test of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying you have to have perfect English to answer these. I'm saying you have to make sounds that are recognizable by God uh, <laughs> in order to do this. I'm not joking about that. Am I parginant? video no it it's just five minutes of a dude reading the various ways people mangled spelling spelling of the word pregnant yeah yeah and asking if they're pregnant as if yahoo answers is the place to go for that kind of thing (laughs) uh and quora with the moderation team is like okay i like the idea but it needs a moderation team quora has really morphed into something far more terrifying than that down to the fact that like if your answer is if your answer is really good, I discovered this in a horrifying way. I clicked the core question that seemed like it had an interesting answer, and I noticed that the the words start to get fuzzy. And then I scroll down a little more, and it says, "Need Quora Premium to read this answer." And I go, "What the fuck is Quora Premium?" It turns out <laughs> if your answer is good enough, you can lock it behind a paywall. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so. Without further ado, let's kick into this motherfucker. I will note that I have put my notes for this in MS Paint, uh, which I think Where is the most... Where it belongs. Of- exactly. Uh, uh, and do, you think, I, do you think we should start with the one that's hot off the presses, though? Uh, I think I've got one right now. Uh, okay. Will new forms of fiction be established? Do you think new things will arrive just like stor- short story and flash fiction have? Okay, these are two... Okay, you think those are like <laughs> the same question continuing? Those are two very different questions. Okay. Well, Kimmy, like, will, back up. Will they invent new thing? Yeah, I think so. Like new thing like short story? Okay, my guy, you might want to read Okay, short story not new thing. I might <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I... Am I novelet? Am I novel? I don't how novel? Oh my yeah it's heroic and no answers and posted a year ago and somebody accepted that question they accepted it to a space that was a fairly major space it was like uh, on writing or literature it was not not a small one mj you've got a one in that shit post vein right uh yeah we can I, i've got some like thing to get out of the way before i get into my chorus because i did do the core dive but uh fire away <laughs> i have like to Okay, podcast listeners, you ruined my TikTok recommendations, and so I must share what TikTok has been pushing to me lately, which about books, I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is a book talk update. And this is my book talk update that I, I, I swear to God, I'm trying to like soothe my algorithm and make it happy again. But the algorithm wanted to tell me multiple posts, multiple posts in just my For You page about books that you should read if you like practical magic now dear listeners i love practical magic i adore it it's a great film 
I uh, read the book and then I read, see these other books by the same author in the same series. Like you can read my favorite is the one about the aunts, which is uh, the rules of magic. In fact. Um, but none of the books that the TikTok people recommended were any of the other books about the characters in Practical Magic or by the author of Practical Magic or they were just like vibes that were Practical Magic. It was magic. all like book talk books from like the last year. And one of them was really funny because it was clearly one girl doing like a paid promotion for a particular author it was like total of 10 books four of which were by other people and then like six of which were by the same girl and i'm like i think you're wrong like, hey i think we found the rebel press yeah bag acquired fuck yeah uh, exactly. <laughs> you know what my problem with practical magic was by the way it was an entire era of late 90s films uh a that weren't the mummy um, this is the major issue with yeah. these films. Yeah. Uh, B, okay, I know they're sisters in it, but if you go and you look at like late 90s films from that era and you just put them out as though they're on a blockbuster shelf, there were an awful lot of like, hey, teenage boys, you should buy this. There's lesbians in it, like bait posters. Yeah, that was the ultimate level of gay baiting where you didn't even need to. <laughs> say anything you just kind of like put a bunch of girls and no boys on the cover and we're like mm, check yeah, it but, out but like you put them like really close together like they're making sure that no like like they're making sure nobody can see what they're about to do and then in like the era of wild things which by the way wild things is the most evil film of all time by the way. <laughs> because that film okay for those of you that are very young you don't know the mythos wild things had when it came out because people would just run in and they'd kick them or they go the girl from Starship Troopers, she she lets us out with the girl from Party of Five. And we're like, what? <laughs> Get this film now. And we buy it. And it's like one scene in a pool. And then Kevin Bacon's dick makes a giant cameo appearance. <laughs> and I am Gilgamesh from Final <laughs> Fantasy, where as soon as he turns around and his dick starts flopping, I go, I've been had. This is hardly the most lesbian of films. <laughs> Jesus, just go watch Bound if you want like a 90s lesbian movie. God. Yeah, but I think that was less available at the blockbuster. Yeah, uh, probably. Also, like in that pre-internet age, it carried the word of mouth. I cannot believe that everybody was so in on the joke to not warn me about the fucking floppy bacon that I was going to encounter. <laughs> right? Like I go and I watch it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a bacon and sausage breakfast. <laughs> no, what's going on? But yeah, this actually occurs, uh, lesbian shit aside, this actually occurs in like some Brandon Sanderson subreddits as well, where it's like, I just finished Way of Kings. Are there any other books like it? And it's like, you could read the next one. And he's like, no, I want books that are like it that are not the next one. It's like, my what? guy, just there's more. Why? <laughs> Go Why back are to you? the store. Like, you're like, I like Rocky Road a lot. And I'm looking for flavors like Rocky Road from Baskin Robbins. It's like, you could go back to the Baskin Robbins and get some, my guy. You're right? <laughs> it's just there. Uh, but yeah. I, you know, there actually is a fantasy series where that question uh, is completely fair. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the series, but the first entrant in the series is called Empress. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's by Karen Miller. And it's a fair question of, are there more books like this one? And the answer could be the Sean style of, well, it's part of a trilogy. No, no. This trilogy really sucks. <laughs> okay, I'm really looking for books 
kind of like the first three quarters of the first book. Uh, for reference, the book is uh, it's it's about a woman in a very like North African setting where everybody is black or Arab, and she ends up sold as a slave and then rises to become the empress of uh of her place. And it has some really cool world building, some not great prose, some very interesting characters. Takes a really weird dive towards the end that involves more smashed babies against a wall than you would expect at any point in that novel. I mean, um, other than in the Cormac McCarthy book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you're like, much. okay, that uh, you get one free one, okay? Yeah. That just happens. Uh then uh uh, then it ends with like her son being exiled because he's all like, "Mom, I don't want to smash babies against walls anymore." And she's like, "Be gone." And then, <laughs> and it's in, it's a very interesting novel setting that that explores kind of like grim dark fantasy in a very like uh, North African kind of way, and that's really interesting. And then like the sequel uh, starts, I shit you not, with a character named Dexterity Jones. Oh no! Mm. Uh, set in like a totally not France Green Kingdom over a stupid dispute over whether the advisors killed the king and the princess has to unravel the plot in her perfect green Lancelot land. Okay. And it's like, it's like, okay, I cannot stress enough. I don't want any more of Dexterity Jones. I want more of Empress. How do I find that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. that's valid. That's completely legit. And that would but, also apply to things like, uh, like particular like Star Wars or any other kind of licensed fiction book, because like, ooh, I looked at the other Star Wars licensed fiction book and they were not like Timothy Zahn up. Yeah. They were um, they were other things that were yeah, not you, that. Yeah, you go and you read the Thrawn trilogy and you're like, wow, I, I this is the first one I read and it only it must only get better from here. And then you get to the Raptors that upload you to computers and go, never mind. Disregard <laughs> that. I'm not actually a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Hey, look, a Thrawn duology. I'm going to go read that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, there is a question to be asked here. But for fucking practical magic, just read more practical magic. This is yeah. right there, folks. Go. Uh, Rules of Magic is better. It's a better book, and it's the prequel. It's the aunts. We don't care about like Sandra Bullock trying to be normal. We care about the aunts being weird. Oh, speaking of weird, I will give you my my weird Quora question now. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, the the question on Quora is: Is it weird for someone to send you poetry? Yes, we are weird. All of us poets are weird. We're going to send you weird poems. We're going to just be weird in general. None of us are normal. It's also yeah. one of those funny questions. Like, is it weird to X? Well, context fucking depending. Right? Well, I think this is fucking really funny because there's exactly two contexts available. There's that of the sender and there's that of the recipient. <laughs> if someone's just observing this reaction from afar, it doesn't matter. Fuck you, right? <laughs> Don't judge if you're neither re- sending nor receiving poetry. If you're out of the ecosystem, none of this shit matters to you. It's like uh, it could be this shit that happens in like uh, convention hotel rooms. It's not real until you're a participant. Okay, don't worry about that shit. Uh, <laughs> but if you're receiving it and you're like, "I is this odd?" Yes, it's odd. And if you're thinking about sending it and thinking. Am I weird for sending it? Yes, you 100% are, but you've passed the weirdest hurdle already by writing the poem, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's already behind you. That Rubicon is crossed. Yeah, just uh, uh, also, okay, if the sentence, there's not like a universal answer to that because 
like it is it weird if i send like my girlfriend a poem no it's actually kind of sweet uh is it weird if i send my friend's cat a poem yeah it is actually no, cats love poetry this is the thing about cats uh, <laughs> uh, but if the sentence can ever be included <clears throat> the court talked to you about this don't send the poem there, there's my answer look the judgment it, it's not a message but it still is okay okay tyler you need to back off on this one okay also we we're in a moment of like abstract art people uh y you want some poetry inspiration i need you to write some poetry uh all of you this is this is your homework write the poetry about a man that apparently grows one inch loses 25 pounds uh, <laughs> okay, write about that magic. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, so in that thread, I have some fucking Donnie questions right here. Are you ready for some fucking Donnie rapid fire well, round? First, I'd like to hear uh, uh, what what the answer to MJ's question was, and then I want you to rapid fire. Well, okay. it was actually like hard to find an answer because it kept getting giving me like related questions with their answers and like read more like uh, expand. Yes, the site's fucking totally impossible to it's, navigate. Now. It's insane to navigate. I just want to like put that out there that like I find I had finally parsed down like halfway through a page or whatever like of, of scrolling that like an answer is no, it is not. The person sending it to you wants to either share their interest in poetry, or if they're a poet, then they want your honest opinion on what they have written. It also could be a way for someone to communicate with you if they're shy to do it in person. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but also find out how much like Anthony Perkins they look like. This is like really important. <laughs> your eyes are like an ocean. <laughs> Oh yeah, and yeah. that if, is if, as far as we're going with that one. If if the poem ever references eyes, go, ha ha! I'm in danger. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and facts. I got to mention also that like the related things because they take over like the rest of this page. Like so many answers to just any poetry question are that fucking quote from Dead Poet Society, which I love that movie by the way. Like, but for real, lots of other people have said lots of other like better things about poetry than that movie. Please stop. Actual poets have said things about poetry. Hell, even <laughs> um, fucking uh, what's his face, the the bad guy from Moon Knight, um, Ethan Hawke. Even Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I love that. Like uh, like how Billy Zane is that guy from Titanic, and now Ethan Hawke is the bad guy from Moon Knight. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I, you know what kills me about Ethan Hawke is, uh, especially with the fact that he is very generic, good looking white guy in appearance. Uh, that name is such a fan fiction name. Oh, so it is. And I, like, when I heard there was an actor named Ethan Hawke, I, I like spit out my cereal. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he definitely has like heterochromia and uses yeah. his mentor's katana. Oh, yeah. That's, that's 100%. <laughs> Parents totally dead. Parents Absolutely. totally dead. Uh, unusually good at like dancing, befriends horses. Mm -hmm. Uh I have to stress befriends horses because unusually good at dancing does not necessarily stare you in the path of good. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but yeah, no, I did. Uh, uh, also, when when I was watching young Ethan Hawke as a kid, was not expecting him to grow up into the best John Brown I've ever seen. 
Mm -hmm. He's so good. Like, I think that's one of the things about him that's kind of deceptive is because he was in so many like shit post movies. And now he is like a serious actor that in Moon Knight, he is easily the best thing in that. And that's a fucking show with a strong cast already. Fucking Moon Knight, the best thing Marvel's made in like a decade on God. So, uh, I was was saying, like, Ethan Hawke, the thing that I want you to watch is if you look on the internet, there's like if Ethan Hawke himself in an interview answers a question about like, what's up with poetry and like the relationship of when you read poems in your life. And it's as profound, if not more profound than the fucking dead poet society quote. And I wish people would share like even just the Ethan Hawke one more. Yeah. But Ethan Hawke interview doesn't have Robin Williams standing up to the man. Uh, well, I'm all, oh, I'm, I'm all for that. I honestly, would, <laughs> I gotta tell you, by the way, MJ, would you like to hear a perfect example of Chad Brainrot? Okay. Like, 11-year-old me was really convinced Dead Presidents was the sequel to Dead Poets Society. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm looking at the cover going, man, those kids got hard fucking core. Wow. (laughs) They're not even the same time period. I love it. (laughs) Maybe even theoretically, people, uh, do some postmodernism. Watch Dead Presidents <laughs> as if it's the sequel to Dead Poets Society. That's one of those like unofficial duology things, you know, <laughs> like uh, the the Blood and Ice Cream series. You know, it's uh, you can you can construct your own canons of. Comedy. I always liked those posts of Clash of the Titans, uh, Wrath of the Titans, and then uh, Remember the Titans. <laughs> And they go, they go, I don't understand this trilogy. <laughs> like, yeah, just like the cracking, like shoulder checking people on like the four yard line. That makes sense. Yeah. As Denzel is doing that excited clap that only Denzel can do. And he's like, yeah. here we go, here we go. Yeah. Was, uh, was, there was something I was thinking about. E- was Ethan Hawke the one in the before series? Yes, the before series I actually think is fantastic as okay, far as. So Moon Knight is just a sequel to the before series. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're I getting also, everyone obscure, like indie romance fans and Marvel. Well, fans. I also choose we to believe. I also choose to believe that. Uh, uh, have you guys ever seen the movie The Emperor's Club? No. No. Okay, so it was kind of. It was you know you know how Hollywood always kind of looks over at a what the other studios are doing, like a kid on a test that isn't totally sure what the answer is. And so just mm-hmm. tries to steal some glances. The emperor's club is kind of like that. Uh, like when they came out, when the prestige was coming on, they were like, shit, we need a shitty magic movie to answer this. And they came out <laughs> with uh, the conjurer. No, not the conjurer, the illusionist. Oh, with um, Edward. Uh, uh, yeah. Edward Norton. Yes. Um, the most punchable face guy. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising that he wound up playing a nazi um <laughs> but uh the emperor's club was kind of that to dead poet society but i really 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 love that movie uh especially because i have this like weird weakness to kevin klein i just really like him mm. and i always have uh and he's a teacher at like a really privileged expensive school and the emperor's club is for like his history students that can name all the roman emperors uh, and it turns out that like one of them is cheating and stuff like that. It's a really good movie. Anyway, I choose to believe that that's a part of the Dead Poet Cinematic Universe, right? Where it's not a sequel, but it's in the same setting. It's a different school in the same canon. 
Mm-hmm. See, uh, I was thinking that you were just going to introduce a second unofficial trilogy, and that would be the Emperor's New Groove, Emperor's Club, and Caligula, the Tinto Bros one. That one. <laughs> that's that's the shit did right you there. Know, did you know none of the actors knew that Caligula was going to be a pornographic film? I've heard that, and like, if you haven't seen this movie, I would strongly suggest you do not watch this movie <laughs> or, or the other like Tinto Brass movies in I, that category. I'm deeply impressed. I'm deeply impressed because they made the movie starring Malcolm McDowell, who mm-hmm. I love. I love. I don't love in the way some people in that movie loved Malcolm McDowell, <laughs> <laughs> but I love Malcolm McDowell, and they made it with him, and they're watching it. Uh, you've and got like Helen Mirren and Peter O'Toole yeah, and a few and, other people I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and you've got you've got basically uh uh like in Hail Caesar, you've got Josh Brolin watching this movie in an empty theater, looking over going, This movie really sucks. Nobody's gonna watch this. And they're like, We need to call in like a guy that can edit this, but don't spend too much money. And so a guy came in and he went, you know what's going to sell is lots of dicks getting sucked. And he just Mm -hmm. turns it into a porno, even though that's not what it was set out to be. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. And it also had like seven directors and like four cinematographers. It's it's like they have fucking a thousand people working on this movie. And it ended up being like an like I would say like a Dada. Like piece of anti-consumerist media based (laughs) on the fucking like. Uh, Roman epic rather than properly being a Roman epic. But yes, Caligula aside, let's get to the Donnie zone. Yeah, let's get to the Donnie zone. What's so amazing about reading biography books? Why do people read biography books? Could you answer in points? Okay, so Sean, <laughs> Sean has stumbled on what makes me angriest about Quora, which is that rather than getting information out of Quora, it it's very entertaining. It It's like it's a gotcha game for me. It's fucking the the, the shit. It, these questions are literally the fucking like I, I my attention span is bad. So I need like a family guy clip above it. And I need like subway surfers underneath it. I, it needs to be a fucking like, well, so like that's a the game. video. That's the game. Is it that? Or. Is this question asked by the top answer? There's no answer on this one. Okay, then this, a year ago. then this one is just Donnie, and Donnie's still sitting there going, I still don't understand why people read biographies. Yep. <laughs> Speaking in that, uh, and again, Quora, questions have to be submitted and then approved. Okay? Oh, no. Remember that. This is a fact about Quora. You can't just like free ball up stuff. So that means that somebody was sitting there, they logged in, they, uh, they sat down, they set down their coffee, they're looking through, they're like, hmm. The people need to know this one. Click. Yeah. Speaking of, Donnie <laughs> asks uh, two weeks ago, can I add link? <laughs> you know what? After that one dude, after that one dude, I can't remember his name. I think you can. Yeah. Uh, who's the dude who's <laughs> alchemy guide? Who's that? Yeah, the fucking like boy in the striped pajamas guy who's just yeah. like, I'm writing a story about what was it? Fucking Inner Mongolia? Let's add some Zelda recipes in there. Yeah. What's a Linkphalos <laughs> in uh, a Stophalos or whatever? <laughs> it's also, man, it is killing me to a Yeah, imagine. throw some Bacoblin horn into yeah. your like Mongolian stepper herder fucking soup. It pot. is killing me to imagine <laughs> the great Khan as a youth. Uh, 
going yeah, hot, yeah hot, what no 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 that's that's in his that's in his adult years in okay. his youth throwing a bunch of things in a pot like in breath along going until it's done <laughs> and again just like breaks out the ocarina and it's yeah. like do 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 and it's like, I, it, I should go fuck up Istanbul. That's what yeah. I should do right now. <laughs> no, like, I, so, so this changes everything about Sean and my theory on the Mongols. Uh, it's a combination <laughs> between him going, oh, I have to go to Istanbul before I can learn the song of the Turks and teleport yeah. there. And then. The little tiny oh, horse looks up and goes. Literally, Rondo Al Turca. He was trying to learn. It was. Fun. Oh my god. Okay, that actually, all makes sense. Well, and then to close the theory, to close the theory, his little tiny horse looked up and went. We should kill them all over there too. Yeah, and we should kill all of them. them. Yeah, and everybody along the way. Have you ever heard of a Quasaramain? <laughs> no, neither have I. Let's go fuck it up. Let's fuck it up. Uh, yeah. So uh, here's one that I think is going to make both of you incredibly angry. I'm going to read the first sentence and then I'm going to ask you both where you think it's going. Okay. Okay. Has anyone read Santa Rama Rao's story on learning to be an Indian? Hmm. This is very loaded. Mm hmm. It like, really is. Like, I'm, I'm already sitting there about to light a cigarette going, continue. Hmm. So there's a lot of ways it could, this could go bad, like an infinite number of ways it could go bad. But, and you know what? I'm getting my okay. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry ahead of time. Here okay. I go. Being the white guy that I am, um, I'm getting my offended button ready because I've now eaten enough tikka masala that I'm now one sixty fourth Indian. Let's go by, by volume. If nothing <laughs> yeah. else. Yes. Uh, no, this is this is going to make you both of you so fucking mad because. Oh wait, MJ, did you have a theory? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. If so, may I ask for a copy? It's for my report. I've been trying to find it online with no luck. Thank you in advance. Okay, this person needs to actually start publishing because their plot twists are amazing. <laughs> yeah, like literally, where it's like, I don't actually give a shit what you think about the story or like what the story has to do. I didn't want you to steal it for me. Could you please steal it for me so I can read it without I buying it? I can't believe somebody went to Quora to beg for physical or digital media. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, 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 can I do this? Also, it's for homework. I don't actually give a shit about the story. Uh, anyway, thanks. God, wow. Damn. Like I, that's fucking savagely inconsiderate to everyone involved. Man, at at least at least my uh the tikka masala part of me is like putting down its kukris and shit. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> I don't have fucking chakram to supersonic speed. Yeah, I don't I don't have to do a very offensive Gurkha war cry now. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um well, bless you, Donnie, from saving us from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Again, someone accepted this where they were like, yeah, no, it's okay. Like in the writing community, let's say someone like, yeah, go ahead. And, go ahead and steal that uh, short story. It's good. Here's one that's by a Donnie, but it's a self-promoting Donnie because oh, it boy. says, do you know that the world's best-selling book of all time is the greatest love story ever written? Um, what? Hang on, I'm trying to think. You're like you're like bouncing like Bible and Frank. No, uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm literally like, running what, through the Bible. What are we? To, 
Like, well, I'm like literally running through the Bible going like, mm, I really hope this guy didn't like the epilogue of the Sodom and Gomorrah story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. like, but no, it's the fucking guy who's trying to promote his fucking weird like Kindle book because it's like best-selling in one category. Okay, that was none, of was, you like, up, you. none of you will live up to that Indian guy that was trying very hard to hawk the one that I showed you about mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> Amy Winehouse inexplicably is like a wizard that has to fight like Hillary Clinton and George <laughs> Soros and okay George Soros is the greatest evil in the world uh, but he's not very good at fighting so Amy Winehouse has to defeat his giant living statue of coins of and, fucking coins and that's when I again spit out my cereal because cereal just pops into my mouth when something shocking happens so that I can spit <laughs> it out and I'm like dude you made a money golem yeah uh, that's like doubly anti-semitic you, yeah. you, you fucking stacked it up there right. but also why Amy Winehouse and like yeah. she starts in like Anne Frank's uh, hideout place is oh, where she lives Christ, really <laughs> yeah and I'm I, because Whoa. I read like the first seven chapters uh, oh, also, he, <laughs> he, he like, inexplicably, by the way, uh, also, just for, like, op so not, I wouldn't say for optimum offense, optimum, like, fishing for what he perceives to be offensive, I guess, to try to move copies, he just, like, randomly starts splicing the satanic verses in there. Okay. Uh, Who is he trying to make angry at, with this at the I don't know. I guess he wanted to piss off both the Jews and... And the Ayatollahs, like, at okay. once. And he's all like, I don't want to go anywhere near the Middle East, if I'm going to be honest with you. Well, how is it <laughs> fucking sellable if it's just, like, plagiarizing broad sections of the satanic Well, verses? to quote J.K. Simmons, that's the neat part. It's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's a way better, that's a way better book than, than this one. Uh, I'll take Amy Winehouse and, like, uh, the Jinns and Muhammad fighting uh, George Soros's money golem any day. <laughs> I, I don't. I think we can safely turn down both of them at this point. Oh, uh, I mean, sure well, we could, I, but but we're talking about in the Quora-verse. In the Quora-verse, yeah, it's literally a let them fight. You need to like yeah. choose what kind of fucking thing is gonna like battle the rest of this shit because no no one fucking reasonable is in this motherfucker. The most reasonable motherfucker you can find is someone who's like, um, actually the Nazis weren't the greatest scientists and warriors in human history, and then they have like a twenty-five page essay about how like prescott bush single-handedly won the war for america and you're like okay and i'm just sitting there looking <laughs> at all of you going you're all gonna weep you guys write the shittiest nazi stuff you wait until my fucking nazi mormon fucking screen oh, comes out. <laughs> yeah the fucking time mormon thing yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah did you know there are ancient jews in america himmler get on this yeah, that, that's basically the plot of Kung Fury, but I, I do want to see more Space Mormons than plots after uh, Orson Scott Card. Uh, have either of you read the Orson Scott Card um, New Earth? Not trilogy. It was like seven books, but it started as a trilogy. No. No. No, the last uh, Orson Scott Card thing I talked about, uh, I read, I talked about in this podcast was the one of like post-apocalyptic Mormons uh, and about how like the moral of the story was just stop being a dick to everyone, you little Mormon dick. Mormons are yeah. chill if you don't be a Mormon dick. Yeah, also no, this pay is your this is a, a, a sci-fi retelling of um, the the gold plates and stuff, uh, uh, and it involves a lot of like 
very strange stuff like okay, there's a satellite I, that the angel moroni that's like okay. broadcasting number station stuff to I the, have, the prophet i have got to quote johnny bravo on this one i am sickened but curious <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you know how it, the the whole joseph smith thing is a, like more than a little bit racist because he gets to the new world and it's full of like evil evil indigenous people who like do not accept the word of god except for the the small fraction who do accept the word of god yeah mm. who happen to be jews yes and, but like white jews specifically. yeah white jews they, white you know it, uh, which makes them like morally <laughs> superior jews yes uh well instead of doing that he has that because it's in space obviously they're aliens so they're like a mole people and bat people <laughs> and then because he's orson scott card he looks up and goes and there's no problems there at all. There's no problems there at all. Yeah, it's like, this is fine. This is totally good. Look, I'm reasonable. You can feel related to the, like, the, like, uh, cannibalistic bat people. And you're like, I don't, I think you fucked up really bad. Please, please roll it back. Or uh, let's, let's get, let's get on a less offensive topic. So what's your stance on gay people? Oh, there's actually gay characters in this. And he has his fucking stance out there, which is that being gay is fine. As long as you can get women pregnant. Oh, okay. That's his fucking conclusion in that fucking book. I don't. Okay. I shit you not. <laughs> did you know? Speaking of Mormons, did you know that I didn't know Mormons couldn't drink until I watched Burn after reading? Oh, really? Yeah, and it all came down from you have a drinking problem. Fuck I, you, Peck. You're a Mormon. Compared to you, we all have a drink a drinking problem. <laughs> like that. That was literally my introduction to that theological concept. Hmm. Uh, because believe it or not, when the missionaries come to your door, throw out all your beer is not like yeah, they're not they're like oh, yeah, line. you will also need to throw out your coffee maker. That's the part that really fucks me up. Where yeah. uh, like B, the the on the street interview like BYU students like like whether you would rather have a broken leg or drink a cup of coffee, and most of them say I would rather break my leg. Yeah, which <laughs> like, is funny because like, dear I'm, God, <laughs> I, it's funny because I'm like firmly in the I love Mormons camp. But mm-hmm. I'm really not in the I love Mormonism camp. Yeah. Uh, but I fucking love Mormons. They are like yeah. the coolest people I've ever met. Uh, we will track this relationship as Chad gets closer to uh, publishing elements of Most Noble Animal. Because I suspect it oh, may be a conversion incoming. No, you get it. I'm going to come back and be like, brothers, tis only decaf. Yeah. Uh, right. Like until the checks start rolling in, and suddenly I'm like, turns out I don't believe in the gold. I plates. have some questions <laughs> about the plates. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got some more Donnie, and I got a Donnie answer here. Okay. Let let it, it roll it. It was a pretty basic question about like what's what's the deal with audiobooks? Is it as good as reading a book? Is it better in ways? Is it worse in ways? Just you, you, you hit me up with the audiobook information. And uh, the answer was yes, there is a value. I love listening to audiobook. It's very good when you are doing something like painting, cleaning, uh, ellipses, etc., comma, and you want to listen to something. But then I realized that I miss a lot on a lot of valuable info when I listen to audiobook instead of reading because sometimes I don't pay much attention or maybe my mind drifts away. <laughs> two big when you things read a book, jumped, huh? Uh, two big things jump to mind about this. So, like, first of all, I hate to like invoke a gaming term about reading, but that sounds like a skill issue. Yeah, let's get good. Uh, <laughs> second. Was this written by the dudes that wrote the article, The Rumor Come Out, Does Bruno Mars is Gay? Pretty much. That's part of why I was running this, because there was another one where it's like, I am sick and tired of them removing 
like posts for grammar and i'm like they're for moving posts for grammar when the fuck did that start apparently like more less than four minutes ago because this shit is apparently got updates and has been approved and accepted by the moderator of the fucking forum when you read book you start appreciating the writing or different quotes also you will understand the moral of the story much better i believe because again i always get distracted when i listen to audiobooks again skill issue (laughs) massive skill issue for me, the best way is by listening to the audiobooks and reading alongside the narrator. I know it's double the work. It helps me. It's not. It's literally not double the work. You're literally just reading a book. But you've got the audiobook going rather than like 24-7 like super villain layer audio ambient noise or whatever. The it fuck just means do. you can press your cookie clicker while consuming the media, my dude. That's all it means. <laughs> uh, it if you're, me- not, if you're not listening, like if you're not listening, then fucking listen jesus yeah. <laughs> like just how do you read do you do you find your eyes like falling off the page and taking a nap like what's happening here <laughs> it helps me stay focused and also i learn how to pronounce certain words especially with those fantasy books how the f- <laughs> wait those fantasy books those, those words you're learning to pronounce now, is he saying the audiobooks or reading helps him pronounce? It is ambiguous at this point. It is okay. unknown and unknowable. Gotta tell you, it sure isn't helping you with the with like communication skills. No, it's no. definitely not helping with the grammar. Plus, audiobooks are fun when the narrators are amazing at their work. Yeah, true, great, yeah. awesome. You're, you're holy shit, right. man! I hope somebody gave you an honorary doctorate for that breakthrough. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> God, Did you know when it. things are good? And then he looks at the camera. They're good. Yeah, wow, it's really fun. And there were a lot of other ones like this where it's like, on one hand, I think they're good. And on the other, it's bad. And some of them were obviously like, actually reading audiobooks is evil and kills literacy and everyone will die. And it's like, most people throughout history have had more books read to them than fucking read with their eyeballs. Jeez. But there it's was a fun. section, there was a section like, of a Roman house where the owner of the house was supposed to read poetry, stories, and their versions of novels to their kids and their guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was among the class that was expected to be literate. So yeah. you could have done it yourself, but you were still supposed to go listen to Flavius's audiobook. Mm-hmm. There's now, also that incredible quote by Plato saying that like literacy is going to end the empire because everyone will no longer memorize things because they'll mm-hmm. lose the ability to and they'll lose the ability to tell stories and improvise in the middle of stories. And that's like, pretty that's yeah, pretty no. funny. But that also sounds an awful lot like uh, apologia for why we need people working at the docks and the mines. It, it really uh, does. But I will say that that that's makes me the ultimate like return guy because I'm like, yes, return only read audiobooks. Literacy <laughs> is weak. <laughs> now, out of curiosity, do you think when Flavius was sitting there reading everybody, he always unveiled his scroll and he went sick, semper, audible. <laughs> actually no i'm visualizing fucking ancient rome but it's a fucking little kid's bedroom and he's playing a little spartan battle game in the coliseum and his grandpa comes by to read him fucking pliny's natural historia and he's cutting out the stupid parts astounding <laughs> oh my god and i got another one right here i promise i'll let you read a quora at yeah, some point but it. i just have to get this one because this was the perfect like shot and chaser because this was the fucking stupidest question i ever read and it had the stupidest fucking answer I've ever oh read. perfect they came together and again this was approved and everyone accepted both sides of this 
Okay, here we go. This is hard because this one's even like it's shorter, but it's jankier. Are there ever any books that come to be published in our modern day 21st century with the criticism being so sublime that it is deemed a potential rank among the classics of world literature? You know what? I would, if somebody asked me that question, I would say, no, next question. Yeah, we're good. And like, just leave it at that. (laughs) No elaboration. Don't yeah. don't clarify what you're asking. Don't yeah, please you don't tell me fine. anymore. Like yeah, the answer, that's just perfect. No. no, and just be like, no, that's that's awesome. You got it. You nailed it. You perfectly hit the head. What's even the point of asking questions after that? Because obviously this is just some return shit where it's like I'm learning all these old books in school, and there's no I'm not learning new books in school. Then they're not classics. So why isn't I why why aren't why literature not good now? You know what? There is one. It's called Legends and Lattes. Next question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, putting all fucking like jokes aside, fucking there's like a bunch of fucking books that are like um like in the modern canon. It's actually like not hard. There's a lot of fucking profound well, It's just it, it also just shows like a bafflingly lack of understanding mm-hmm. of just the process. Have any books in the past six months Past the test of time. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, obviously, my fucking world favorite that we end up talking about every single time I talk about anything is fucking three body problem. That, that like I, every head of state is like, yeah, you should read this book. I, no, I aliens are real, but you should read this book. Just I, real quick reference. A thought occurred to me as I was reading it and I was looking at Barack Obama's quote on the back and he really like, OK, people say he made some mistakes as president. I think his biggest mistake was the back of that book when he had the opportunity to say like shockingly accurate like that would have been the quote to put on the back of three body problem shockingly accurate barack obama so somebody goes what the fuck <laughs> yeah he's like uh yep this is uh this accurately reflects the uh experience of being briefed on uh the trisolarian fleet that uh, is in fact coming so um yeah. you might want to like yeah. uh or just say something like my only complaint was a technical one. Uh, when the universe flickers, it's a little different. It's a. Li- it's not quite the same. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> but but I understand creative license. What the fuck? What? Like, <laughs> Excuse me. That, that will fuck with people's. Like Sean had the most brilliant take once when only when once though. Yeah, yeah, only once. He, only he used one. it all on this one when he was all <laughs> just one day he messages me and is all like, you know, moon landing conspiracy theorists are really missing their their shot here, man. Right. Like, why are they saying that the moon landing was fake? Isn't it so much more interesting if like the first two were real, the third one was fake and then the fourth one was real? Like, isn't that a much more exciting conspiracy? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like no one's got that's the fucking good conspiracy because people aren't going to like believe if they don't believe in the first one, they're not going to believe in any of them. But you can save a lot of money and like do a lot of like surreptitious shit, launch a lot of satellites, do a lot of like black site shit. If everyone's looking for a fucking space launch, you throw something into orbit and they're like, yeah, he's going to the moon. And they meanwhile, they just put reflectors up there that are the same as the reflectors they put the second time. I swear to God, this is all true. <laughs> I'm a third moon landing conspiracy theorist. No. Uh, so now that you've heard. Now that criticism is so sublime as our modern day 21st century. What about you want to hear the answer to it? I want to hear the answer to it. Certainly. Okay. I'm already concerned. (laughs) Certainly. Period. What if there is a book on a past of a very evil person? They shall certainly be against the person the book is about. Sometimes one may have something against the style of the old writing. 
there are a few people that just keep hating everything everywhere. I'm against everywhere. the style of your writing. <laughs> How about you pray to God on this? And God is, in fact, in all caps. Okay. We got a screen God. Okay, you know what? I actually love when, like, the Lord is in all caps. And, like, I never read it as reverence. I always read it as all, like, and on the third day, you shall give thanks to the Lord, your God. Right? Like, it's, it's, I love it's that. In bed. It's, the, it's the religious bedroom tone. It's like, oh, God, because it's got to be in all caps, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, okay. Last, 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 last one. I promise. Then you can fire off all the ones. Yeah, go for to. it. Is writing the shorter version of a novel a valid way to write? There are two answers to this, as you could expect. Can, can you two provide the answers? That <laughs> yes I, and no. Yeah, yes and no. <laughs> is correct. Yes, we generally refer to these as novellas. They are generally a bit harder to sell for a writer who has an already established reputation for themselves, though. So you might want to keep that in mind, depending on what your goals are for your writing. And no. You mean a novel someone else has already written? No! That's called plagiarism! <laughs> I, I'm picturing I'm picturing that that image macro that goes around of the anime girl with her hands on her cheeks saying, but that's forbidden love. But it's <laughs> but it's somebody with like with like a Mac laptop open going. But that's plagiarism. Yeah. <laughs> and then the first you did the plagiarism of doing the other anime girl with the hands on her head in the glass being like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of oops, Shad, give us the finest fruits of the Korra vine. Uh, there, okay. So there's this game called Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, is there? I don't yeah. know. Is there another podcast that people could visit to listen to facts and lore and writing advice from Final Fantasy XIV? There's more than that, even. There's deep dive literary and critical analysis at a collegiate level about this. You don't talk about three-body problem? They do talk about three-body problem, (laughs) and it's the only podcast that's produced by a chameleon. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, In Final Fantasy XIV, there was this hilarious, I guess you'd call it controversy, where just this is a thing that happens in video games. When something isn't going to be at the forefront, it's not rendered very well. Mm-hmm. Right, like they they don't spend a lot of time on like the polygons or the details of it because because kind of like we discussed in a previous episode, everything just has to be Hollywood backlot. I think Sean puts it like, what was it, a mile wide, but like three two feet inches, deep or something, a mile long and two inches deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, that's about how that's how you do visual art too, right? Like it's all an illusion. So. In Final Fantasy XIV, they designed these grapes that <laughs> that were on bushes, but were like strangely rectangular and painted with like it, it was a pizza slice. And, a and cubic- can you visualize like a Himalayan salt lamp right now? <laughs> yes. Are you visualizing? Okay, cool. Yes. Now paint like grapes on the outside of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just flat grapes on the outside of it. Yeah, on like a big cube thing. Yeah. It sounds really close to this like Kevin Bacon thing we were talking about earlier with round <laughs> objects that are maybe not so round. No, mm-hmm. I assure you, Kevin Bacon's dick did not appear at any point in Final Fantasy XIV. And <laughs> are you sure about that? There's a I, lot of monitors. You might have to check the Because I'm loving the idea of a Loperate called like watching away going, that head, far less lesbians and far more Kevin Bacon penis than I was sold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that but, I mind mind you, but I feel there was some false advertising. <laughs> I, I need to be in the proper headspace for the bacon and sausage combo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, no. So so yeah, no. It's it's a brick 
of grape texture. And this mm-hmm. is fine because you're never supposed to approach the grapes. However, in one particular cutscene, the camera is focusing on two people, but it's set behind a fucking bush with grapes in it. And like front and center, all we can see is this cube of grapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they, they promptly fix it. And they're like, we are so embarrassed. And they fixed it. Okay. Those this are Quora made, grapes. Those are Quora uh, grapes. <laughs> I would point out that this made everyone mad because they all loved the grapes. Yes. The shitty grapes were wonderful, and everyone was uh, like, they yes! Still, they still won't sell t-shirts of the grapes, though. Mm. Um, very angry about that. But yes, when, when he asked like, about the grapes on the vine of Quora, I, I must stress they're all cube grapes. They are all of perfectly them. square. I, um, nary and uh, isosceles fucking... Like an area of round shape in sight. Khalil asks, what are some wedgie stories? Donnie asks. <laughs> uh, what are some wedgie stories? Uh, I I don't want to talk about wedgie stories. <laughs> this is I in... think there's at least two Captain Underpants books. So how's that? How, how about yeah. no? <laughs> Can we just see my and auntie? The just no. things like, well, when I was seven, my uncle would watch me, and he. So I don't want any more of this. Whoa. Yeah, like, abort, 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 abort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and like all four of the answers are about times people got wedgies, and I'm looking around, going, um, what you could not you? have tortured that shit out of. Yeah. Me. Now we have one hot off the presses. Like as we were prepping this episode, I spit out some cereal. And my laptop is like, please, where does it all keep coming from? Yeah, uh, you need to get one of those, uh, like, uh, grocery store COVID screens, like the, the plastic ones in between you and the laptop at all times. For like- Speaking of three-body problem, I need to go grab Meow from the other room, and I need to give her a Gallagher sheet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah, and so, like, every time I get surprised, she pulls up the Gallagher sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the Titanic story is true completely? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My heart will go on. That bitch so, like, shouldn't throw that shit in the ocean. Is is this asking like? There's no elaboration. Look, I'm just asking <laughs> questions about. Yeah, it. Donnie just throws that out there. Now there are some like fantastic conspiracy theories about it, including the fact that like it wasn't the Titanic that sank; it was actually the Olympia. Yeah, but like there's uh, still an Olympia around. Yeah, no, no, they filed the name Olympia or the name Titanic off the Olympia, and quickly stamp pressed Olympia on it. If you look at the metal, you can tell. Now, here's the best part. I've encountered one of those people. And I went, how? Well, more uh, importantly, why? If they're identical <laughs> ships, why the fuck? Like, what's the advantage of it not being Titanic and actually being Olympia? This leads to the second one, which is that it was all an insurance scam. Uh-huh. They now, didn't insure it that much. They didn't <laughs> fucking think it would sink. Okay, you know, if the White Star Line was going to benefit ridiculously from the sinking of the Titanic, they wouldn't have sent dudes to the widows of people who died on the Titanic going, you know, your husband never reimbursed us the cost of his uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't think the White Star Line was doing real well when the Titanic sank. I don't know what it is. It's like certain people, uh, they cannot imagine human motivation until they're like 21 years old. And then the human motivation is like all three possible motivations, and but two of them are insurance fraud. 
Well, mm-hmm. Celine Dion rotted their brains. Like the, the, the whole Titanic, it's, they just listened to that Titanic song by her too many times. And they were like, nothing is real. Everything's a conspiracy. Y'all, it was Canadian witchcraft. I done seen practical magic. I know that they be manipulating men. I, I, I know it. They're in cahoots with the globalists. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a far better theory. Billy Zane was on the boat. Oh, shit. Um, Billy Zane was on the boat. Uh, uh, Harvey Keitel was still angry from uh, Head Above Water, and he rammed it to try to get Billy Zane, but he managed to jump off in time thanks to that kid that he totally drowned. Mm, <laughs> okay. This was all a Harvey Keitel hit on Billy Zane. But where was Ethan Hawke in all this, huh? Uh, Ethan Hawke was uh, too busy at Harper's Ferry. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Now yeah. the dates don't line up at all, but okay. <laughs> That's the best part about conspiracies. They don't have to. Exactly. But, Everything uh, is connected. Uh, Everything you, know, connected. you know, you're talking an awful lot like somebody that believes that uh, the year 900 to 1422 actually existed. Existed. Yeah. Uh, uh, when, when you yeah. eliminate that span of time, everything starts everything to make sense. To line up, and, and, and you know all, all the mustaches in Titanic for real. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's not as many of them as you would expect, however. Yeah, you'd think that every old timey dude in that, and what like 1906 I, would have a mustache. Meanwhile, the best mustache is being rocked by that one fucking dude who just like he's not involved at all. He has no stakes in like fucking any of Rose's suicide and just walks up with some unsolicited misogyny. Like everybody's like, are you okay? Did he try to rape her? Like what happened? And he just walks me like women and machinery don't mix. And then walks <laughs> off. Like ah, I have been useful this day. My man literally had a misogyny quarter. He had to knock out for that. Deep. But yes, like, what, what is this question asking? Like, is it asking if like Rose and Jack were real people? Cause the answer is no, I'm sorry. They're not uh, real. I saw the YouTube advertisements for Titanic to Jack's back. And I <laughs> that at least in implies that Jack was real. Uh, uh, Jack is also responsible for a growing conspiracy. It, it's still very small. Keep an eye on it. Kind of like how Sean watches Warrior Cats. Don't dive into mm-hmm. it like I dived into yeah. Warrior Cats. Keep mm-hmm. an eye on it. There's like this growing amount of people that are like aquaphobic and justify the fact that water killed Jack as why they won't like go near water. And is this on Tumblr? Like, no. No, this was uh, this was. I actually encountered this on Discord with like somebody being like, uh, after I saw what water did, Jack. I'm just not really comfortable with. It. I'm like, but you're like forty to eighty percent water. Do you know what? Um, do they have any exotic pets by any chance? I don't know why. Uh, because you know what causes hydrophobia or aquaphobia. Is it rabies? It's fucking rabies, baby. (laughs) Are we implying that I was speaking with somebody who will be featured on one of the most iconic uh, Scrubs episodes? Yeah, probably. Uh, Or the fucking uh, The Office Relay for Rabies or whatever. Uh, But there is actually, like, you know anti-vaxxers? Yes. And you know how rabies does kill you if you don't get the vaccine, right? Yeah. Yeah. We actually do have an escalating death rate in this country from rabies. Because people are like getting bit by a possum. Not me though. I keep them in the basket pretty far from me. I've actually <laughs> ordered from Amazon a new a new possum grabbing net for when they fall in. I can scoop them out. Uh, I'm not going to get that shit. But people are like, yeah, no, I'm going to let nature and olive oil heal this. And it's like, no, dude, you're going to die. It's really, really bad. It's like one of the worst ways I, you know, to die. You know what? If you're not going to get a rabies vaccine after fucking around with a bat, then just die. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, Get the fuck out. 
Okay. Just be away. Just I, die away. I'm not in like the oh, I'm not in the we're overcrowded on this planet camp, but I'm definitely on the we don't need every swinging dick we have. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need people who are like pro possum teeth in the, in the three body problem. Like it's humanity or nothing. Type chart. Possum teeth does not calculate. I also love the idea that like because of the way like Amazon algorithms work, like if you buy the possum fishing net. They're also like, oh, by the way, here's a list of places you can get vaccinated in your area. <laughs> right? We suspect you might have like bites from like miscellaneous rodents. Did yeah. you try and hug a raccoon? And I'm like, no, fuck you. No, I tried to pet it. Okay, it's different. I knew I wasn't being unsafe. I was at a distance and wearing gloves. Uh, Look, I, I'm aware that they're not fully capable of forming social bonds with humans. Okay, yeah, but like, have you seen their little hands? Is this and see the one try and like wash some like cotton candy and how sad it was? What I don't love tell is me the, that's not a friend. There's two types of raccoons. There's the ones that look so sad and they're like, but, but my num nums. Where, but like, where but then there's the other ones that are like me, where they're like, yeah, this is gonna be so fuck. Hey, what the fuck? Excuse <laughs> me, motherfucker. <laughs> what did you do to this trash can? Why isn't it falling oh. over? No, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know what I would do if, like, I'm like, yeah, my tikka masala, and I'm like, fucking pouring it on the rice, and I go to scoop and it's gone. And I'm it's like, gone. yeah, and I'm like, okay, so who's gonna die? Someone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah no, it's gonna be me after I've dealt with everyone else. Take yeah, style. Yeah, this is gonna be paid for in flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Speaking of, no, you got some more quora for us? I, yeah. So I have no idea what the answer is. One person goes on like this really long fucking thing about like about some of the accuracies of the movie and like the Titanic movie was based off a true event. Here's some stuff about the movie. That's true. Meanwhile, Donnie's just gone. He doesn't fucking care. Yeah. Donnie has not fucking checked <laughs> yeah, his no, answer. Uh, He's lost his login. His fucking laptop has got like so much malware. Uh, on it. Donnie, what he does on Quora with questions like this is that Donnie just takes a really hard rip of Salvia and then just burns <laughs> off questions and then just moves on. <laughs> like, like, like anybody on Salvia leaving destruction in his wake. Like by the, the way, fucking Zen master. He's just done with this yeah. fucking like worldly concern. He's uh, good. By the way, if anybody ever tells you Salvia is just just like very legal pot that, no, fuck that you no. just go oh, no. through the entire high in five minutes. They're lying. Pot has never made me disembodied. No, you fight I'm, God. That's what happens <laughs> when you take Salvia. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, yeah, no, no, you absolutely turn into like the space core from Portal 2 like, where you walk up and you're like, God, are you space? And he's like, yes, and I'm going to protect it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you you're you're fucking like you pass you're like oh this is like I'm feeling a little bit of a body high and then you pass through the fucking realm gate and you are elsewhere you are in Warhammer and then you're back to normal in like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, God! By the way, there's a related question to this one. Do you think the Titanic story is completely true? I love that because it phrases it like he's suspicious that there are holes he can poke into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it relates another follow up question. Is the Titanic based on a true story? <laughs> oh, my God. And to this, I just want to say no. Right. Just. <laughs> OK, but let, let's move on. As I'm just going through this morass, right, like I'm going through this. People are telling me quicksand isn't real, but I'm trying to pull myself out of core going, you're fucking liars. Um, <laughs> you're like very, very urgent. How do you escape quicksand? I haven't watched any cartoons ever. <laughs> Okay, so this one starts in a way that I think Sean and MJ would start to approve of and then gets so specific as to confuse the body, the brain, possibly even the spine and the pancreas. Okay. Is J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter writer, a spastic? What? Because she has severe brain damage (laughs) and is paralyzed from the neck down. 
What? How? When did this happen? Well, I was not like, involved. Okay, I was not involved. That's, I'm just putting it out there. I was yeah, not involved. Like, I don't know when it happened. Alibis for whenever any of this happened. But also, spastic is a slur, and it's a pretty heavy one. <laughs> so I'm not sure why. And also, what? What do you mean? Like, are, is this saying that she got fucking like someone did a, a attempted to execute the Trotsky maneuver on her, and that she's a fucking quadriplegic now, and that's why she's transphobic? Is that like what the question is asking? I don't, I don't know. The part that baffles me the most is the specificity of, and is she paralyzed from the neck down? Yeah, like, are, are like, these things correlated? Did this happen? And is this a writing? Where did you find this? Is it like, <laughs> well, uh, on yeah. Quora, the obvious answer. On, on Quora, under writers and authors. Now, oh, by the of way, course. Now, this is supposed to be questions about and for writers and authors about writing yeah. and authoring. And this person is just all like, is the reason J.K. Rowling is transphobic is because she's paralyzed from the neck down? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh in fact, okay, this question is so confident in its specificity that I'm starting to question myself. Right? Yeah, like, like, is there some shit we don't know about? Did, right. Has she been like not visible in person? Like, no, for this a while? No, she's gone to rallies and stuff. But this she, absolutely invokes like the paranoia of like, am I brain damaged? And like, everybody no, wait. Has- no, 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 no. Gaslight, Prigozhin. Body doubles. It's body doubles. She's she's a fucking. She's been paralyzed, and it's been a, her double who's been out there the whole time. There's some Gattaca shit going Sean, on. My boy, you're not thinking. You're not thinking bigly enough. Okay, I mean, I'm, you're I'm thinking fl- like a five nine, three hundred pound manlet. Okay, okay. you gotta <laughs> think like a six three, two fifty to give a Okay, okay. J.K. Rowling is brigazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was running the fucking Wagner group this whole time. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, no, that makes sense. Because Putin actually said the fucking thing about how J.K. Rowling's a hero and the West doesn't appreciate her. Oh, my God. It all, uh, holy shit. Okay. Now, the fucking, now this raises questions. My third eye is fucking open. I'm hovering like a foot oh, above the ground. My third eye now has questions. Was Prigazin paralyzed from the neck down? <laughs> Was it a robot? Was it some fucking Metal Gear shit? Did he have cyborg legs? Was this a $5 million man him? Wait, no, he was a... He died in a plane? No, he died in a fucking transforming mech suit. It all goes back to fucking Armored Core, baby. <laughs> and Because, yeah, he was about to mo- cross into Moscow, across the fucking Smolensk, right? Yeah. Fucking crossing the literal Rubicon. Yep. yep. FromSoft knew all along. FromSoft knew all along. J.K. Rowling is prison. It's right there. Why? Why haven't we been focused on this? The lamestream media is not asking the questions that need it's to be all- asked. There are people. <laughs> uh, you fucking, you fools. I, that's what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay. You know where the clues were? Fucking rules of magic. And that's why they're telling people not to not, not to read them. They don't want you to find out about the ants. They don't want you to find out about the hexes or the backstory. They just want you focusing on the cowboy. The cowboy and what else? The drug dealer. The drug dealer were the date rape drug people. They want you to think about them and not the ants. And you gotta be thinking about the ants people. Wait, you, you're talking about the cowboys and the drug dealer. Are we talking about Brokeback Mountain and the cameo by Randy Quaid? No. Yes. Yes, we are. That's what we're fucking talking about now. (laughs) Yes, before we fully fucking melt down into like a perfect chrysalis of madness. This Uh, is what Quora does to people, by the way. This is the Quora effect. We have modeled it. Um, 
Uh, let's see. What do you call an author's body of work? I don't know. The author's body of work. How does that sound? Their oeuvre, their body of work, their bibliography, their shit. You know, uh, their shit. Like, uh, have you read Chad's shit? Yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, there was one in here that I lost. It introduced me to a term that I just didn't know was one. And for a second, I thought it was like a curse a Japanese guy put on someone. And now I just offended a lot of people. Somebody says, I panic published my novel when I thought I was going to die. I had Takayusu's arteritis. So I thought what he pissed off fuck? some dude named Takayusu. And he put a curse on him. Turns out Takayusu's arteritis is a rare type of vasculitis. Um, that causes blood vessel inflammation. Um, so now I just accidentally did a racism and uh, and an unsympathy. Um, I would also so, say that, like, this is... Why would you fucking say, like, what kind of weird fucking vasculitis disorder you fucking had? Why, is that, why did you have to say that? We didn't actually need to know that. So I stopped writing because I lost my hands. Oh, okay. Whoa! I put, I put them in a wood chipper. Dude... <laughs> when? Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is Dada art. This isn't real. This is just Dada art. Yeah, at this Cora, point. Cora has melted us. We're done. There's there's nothing left. We're <laughs> what? Who's Quora for? Who's Quora for? There's nothing to be found on this fucking cursed site. Yahoo Answers was at least funny. This shit is just making me gaze into the sun and think that okay. I'm seeing new colors. How about Donnie's uncle? Not his dad, because Donnie's dad is still calcifying at the bottom of an elastic. Yeah, he's at the bottom of that mine. But uh, at uh, some point, we should probably explain that joke. We <laughs> obliquely refer to it all the time. <laughs> uh, I'll write some Donnie fan fiction at some point, and we'll do a dramatic reading on like a TikTok or something. Yeah, um, sounds good. But Donnie's uncle, if you were a writer for Seinfeld, how would you have handled Susan's character and storyline? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What the fuck? Like, Why are we still talking about Seinfeld? Why are you like, trying to workshop a fucking Seinfeld subplot? Like, please stop. Like, just no. Yeah, I, I mean, I watch no. Seinfeld and I have some notes. Great. Uh, Fuck here's off. One, here's one where Donnie envisions himself being a successful writer and is now picking fights indignantly about an industry he's not in. Mm-hmm. Why does the director get far more credit for the success of a movie than the writer if the writer creates all the storylines, the scenes, the characters, the dialogue, etc.? script is bad. There's only so much the director can do to save it. Now, of course. Well, because the, the writer makes a script and the director makes a fucking movie. The director yeah. makes a picture, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's what's fucking it's all about. That's showbiz, baby. Uh, also, amusingly, Stanley Kubrick would uh, blow smoke in your face and go, if you don't write what you're directing, you're not a good director. People are like, explain Spartacus. And then he throws something at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he does some domestic violence to some of yeah. his cast. <laughs> and, then, and then the answer, as Quora always says, and this, this is what pisses me off most about Quora. This is an excellent question, and I will address it in two parts. Shut up. That's someone trying to Jordan Peterson right there. That's, <laughs> that's what that maneuver looks like. Uh, what pisses me off most about Quora is not just when people like obviously ask questions so they can answer it. Um, I, one totally unrelated to writing that I saw not too long ago was all like, how come despite America spending such an inordinate amount of uh, uh, money on its national defense, does the Russian Federation have such a superior armed force to the United States? And I'm like, okay, not even Russians believe that. Some, <laughs> some dude whose job was working IT for the Marine Corps and fantasizes about himself being a true IED dodging leatherneck, he wrote that question so that he could answer it. Or 
Did J.K. Rowling write that question? <laughs> uh, J.K. Uh, <laughs> Not if the no. Oh my God, the Donnie that asked the other J.K. Rowling question, he asked a lot of weird J.K. Rowling questions. Oh what, shit! What quotes did J.K. Rowling say that was so bad? <laughs> this person is on—they're just like obsessed with this. And they can't fucking Google, so they have to go to Quora every single time. You Uh-oh. can punch this shit into Google. This is not hard. Uh oh! If and if you click on his profile, is it just has, like Harry Potter shit? No, he has <laughs> a quote. Uh, lives in the United Kingdom. Oh no! Bad strike one. Uh, he's also active in the German and French communities. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that either. Uh, <laughs> And his quote is, if somebody tells you to stop telling the truth, that invariably means that you should do it more. Mm. Why do Jehovah's Witnesses call their God Jehovah when the name has almost nothing in common with the actual name of the God used in the Torah? What are you fucking talking about? There's fucking mm. literally like 250 names for God in the Torah. You might want to fucking like one of them is like like YHVH that it's literally the tetragrammat what are you fucking talking why did they approve this why did they fucking approve this did okay somebody asks aside from Jesus being no longer on the cross he has risen in 69 days as the holy fake Bible clearly stated in the Bible where did Jesus go after being dead for 68 days and his response is sounds like you have an IQ of 69 what? That last part cut out. I didn't hear it. Uh, this this Arch Donnie answers, sounds like you have an IQ of 69. Um, hey, everything, ab- everything about this is terrifying me. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up one more. Let me pull up one more that actually has to do with writing and not <laughs> and not like, why did Jesus rise on the nicest day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns um, out we've all been skinnamarinked inside Quora. We're, we're trapped here now, by the way. That's mm-hmm. why this episode is long. Uh, in my novel, can my character sit down at a McDonald's and have a McChicken meal? Uh, sure, go for it. You know what? Just go for it. I look in the publishing process. By the way, let me give you some actual advice. Just fucking go for it. And like, Just if the publisher, it. if the publisher goes, uh, they can't have a McChicken. Be like, oh, okay, cool, cool. They're <laughs> having a chicken sandwich from the fucking store. It can be whatever store you want. Yeah. It's your favorite store, reader. You love that chicken sandwich. Uh. Well, I don't because I don't eat chicken, but yeah. It's a fake chicken sandwich. It's a, it's a it's a butcher's son artificial textured vegetable protein buffalo chicken sandwich. And you, you're big uh, okay, we'll just end it on this one. Um, what was H.P. Lovecraft's mental state? Was he ever diagnosed with anything? Did this have an effect on his writing? Yeah, racism. Of, Next yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, Lovecraft's mental condition was never diagnosed during his lifetime, though if we... So if he were examined today, I'm reasonably sure he would be he would be found to suffer from depression, social anxiety, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, by the way, it's very dangerous to try to diagnose people from the past with like anything. If you've ever seen those fucking people that are like they're like I'm publishing a new book that says what Alexander the Great actually died of. No, you have no fucking idea. You have no fucking breaking idea. news. Genghis Khan had epilepsy. No, he had a he had a fucking terminal case of being a bad bitch. That's all he yeah. had. <laughs> uh, so we have no idea what it actually was. The only thing you can actually diagnose him with is uh, what he showed all the symptoms of, which was horrifying levels of racism. Yeah, big racism. He had like, wow, these are these test results are off the chart. The old timey doctor with like a bunch of fucking like. Uh, lobotomy needles is holding up like a dot matrix chart and it just like the spikes are way off the edge it broke the printer 
and the nurse is like gasping in horror at these results again in like uh, old time. But his proper Anglo-Saxon skull is simply creates a shield against lobotomies. Actually, um, it's a much weirder skull than we've ever seen. <laughs> He's got the weirdest <laughs> fucking skull we've ever but, seen. We're going to register him as a new phrenological sample at the, the society. The final paragraph is so fascinating to me because it's clearly somebody that is trying to make peace with his incredible racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those, me, I can separate the author from the work all fucking day long. It's mm-hmm. easy. Uh, uh, but this person clearly cannot. While Lovecraft was definitely more than a little neurotic, he was a complex, he was a complex multifaceted. I, I think individual is the word you're trying to end that on, but he was a complex multifaceted. He disdained humanity as a whole. Well, he disdained some of humanity a lot more than he disdained other parts of humanity. Yeah, okay. he literally says, you know, I just can't help but admire Hitler's spunk. Or was yeah. it literally he said, I can't help but admire Hitler? Some shit like that. Where it's like, well, yeah, actually, and, no, you, you well, definitely can't help but also admire. Also that meme format. No one. Literally no one. Not a single soul. H.P. Lovecraft. You know, there's too many Indians in this world. Exactly. (laughs) That's not the shit that you get from being a small bean with social anxiety. That's not what you get from having tummy hurt. That's what you get from being a shitty human being. That's easy. While his racial views were repugnant, there's no evidence that they ever moved him to harm anyone. And it's like, I love it. it. It's like the barometer of like, did he ever drag somebody off from the back of his car before? Right. Yeah, like... Look, he might have said all the slurs, and his whole genre of writing is sort of defined by him being racist to people. Like, how many slurs do you want for Eskimo? We got a lot. It's it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, but it's not like he actually lynched anybody. Yeah, no, this is a dude that would have been, like, fucking kicked. In, like, 1917, he would have been kicked out of, like, southern cafes because they're like, hey, dude, watch your language in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> We, we got to keep it at a certain level. Jesus Christ. Yeah, affirmative. And uh, there there's not much else to... There's not much else I want to subject you guys to because I tried to find a lot of things, like, about writing, and they they just... They got they got weird. They got weird. Uh, how <laughs> can I made earn? me sad. That's yeah. what this episode did. Uh, like, the, the best one I found is a fucking Mega Man one, right? How do you write a strong female character that is also helpless? Oh, I, fuck. I saw, I saw that one, too. Yeah. I have it on my MS Paint. Would you change the ending of a film? Which one? Where can I write a blog and earn money? My bias think that I don't need a full-time job, and I will write full-time. I'm a oh, good no. writer. What should I ask for payment for writing my autobiography? What are you talking about? Donnie. What should I ask for payment for writing my autobiography? Oh no! Can we use oh, baby, others? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Can... sorry, baby girl. You gotta get. <laughs> you done made mistakes. Yeah, if you claim to be a writer, how many hours a week should you spend on writing? This is all dog shit. This is all dog shit. You know what? Go back to the Discord servers. We keep telling you people not to go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're safer than this. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, the Don't... only part of Quora that has any value is finding the condescending veterans to get mad that you ask them questions. They have nobody else to talk about their time in the military and want to talk about weird, unique quirks about being in the military. That's <laughs> the only value Quora has. It, it allowed us to go to the VFW during quarantine. Yeah, DF, uh, fucking DC-10 landing gear. That's the best thing you could ask about on Quora. That's the only, in fact, that's the only thing you're allowed to ask about on Quora. If I see any of you, dear listeners, Searching for anything on Quora or typing up an answer on Quora, just don't, please, for your own benefit, for our benefit. You don't need to be afflicted with this. We've fucking looked into the reactor where we're going. We don't need eyes to see anymore. Oh, yeah. But you still have them. Oh, yeah. 
So on that note, if you and your beautiful eyes could take a moment and leave a like or review on this episode, maybe share with a friend who's interested in writing and just hates the answers they've found on Quora. We're also looking for a programmer that'll make an add-on so that when you go to Quora, it'll put a big giant watermark that says Liberate Tutamed X Inferis. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, hook us up with them. I mean, it'll, it'll flicker really quickly between Liberate Me and Liberate Tuta Me. It'll just keep clicking between the two of them at high speed. This will give you an incredible migraine, but this will also prevent you from spending more time on Quora, which is really all we want. And, mm-hmm. and Morpheus will be like, we got to go. Uh, yes. If you want to confront us on the bridge of the ship where we're all sitting talking about all the cool places we're about to go with this uh, eclipse drive, uh, there will be a link in the description to our Discord. We're all none of us have eyes anymore. It's all just bleeding holes. Uh, the hashtag Sam Neil led the way. Uh, but above all else, we hope you have a wonderful. Oh wait, no, we have to plug the last thing. Meow. Our our uh, our official podcast secretary. Uh, the hairiest secretary any podcast has ever had. Uh, she's currently sleeping on a pizza box, or are you holding her, Chad? Uh, actually, my brother is holding her. I literally just got a message of him holding her, uh, <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying she's been very sad that your door has been closed. Yeah, exactly. Aww. If you want to make Meow happy, in that link, in that link tree, there will be a link to our Kofi, and it will say, buy Meow some wet food. And if you spend some money there, we will get some Meow some wet food, and we will post those pictures up on all of our social media. Yes, I'll, I'll even post on the Discord a picture of Meow so that you can all be jealous, uh, so that you can all be like, damn, it sure sucks that he got the best cat. It I really guess does. I can settle for another cat. We're so jealous. It's so jealous, yeah. Uh, But once you've done that, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.